Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Selatü vesselamu ala şerefil enbiyeyi ve mursalin Muhammed sallallahu aleyhi ve ala alihi ve sellem sellem. Tesven kathiran kathira. Ama vado. Everything that grows, bears fruit, needs a special kind of substrate, a special kind of soil, a special kind of medium in which to grow. And then medium differs from, taking the analogy of plants, differs from plant to plant. For example, tea, which all of you are familiar with drinking, I don't know how many of you have ever grown tea, but I've grown tea and manufactured tea for 10 years. Tea requires a acidic soil, a 4.5 pH. You have some other crops which require an alkaline 6 plus pH value. Now if you take tea and you plant it in soil which is too alkaline, it won't grow. You take something else which requires an alkaline soil and you plant it in acidic soil, it will, it will burn, it won't, it won't grow. The substrate, the soil for knowledge, for real knowledge, the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is adab. Is adab. Adab is not only, it is part of it, but it is not restricted to wearing a topi or not extending your feet towards the qibla or saying salam and so on and so forth. All of these are part of adab, no doubt about that. But it is not restricted to that. Adab is the sense of glory and awe and majesty of Allah in your heart. When we talk about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Adab is the sense of understanding why we learn about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is only one reason. Why do we learn about Allah? Anybody? I, I can call all the names. Huh? So we can worship him. So we can worship So we recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we can worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the awe and majesty and glory of Allah settles in our heart. His khashiyat settles in our heart. Jalla jalalu. And from his khashiyat we rises the, what we know as, know as tawakkul of Allah. Tawakkul on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of this is part of Adam. And that is why there are so many, you know, stories of the ulama and the fuqaha who, for example, Abdullah, Abdullah bin Mubarak, rahmatullahi one of the great um, fuqaha and ulama of the tabi'un, he himself, Hassan al-Basri, rahmatullahi and Sufyan al-Thawri. These three were contemporaries. Imagine the times when people like this were they were, all, they were all in the same time period. And at one time they were all together in Makkah. So Abdullah bin Mubarak says that I studied Adab for 30 years. 30 years before I approached Deen. Hmm? Studied Adab for 30 years before I approached Deen. We know the famous story of Imam Malik bin Anas Imam Malik's mother, when Imam Malik was a little boy, his mother used to, every morning, she used to 
dress him up, tie a turban on his head, and she would send him to to Masjid Nabi Sharif to study under Rabiatul Rai, Rabia bin bin Abi Abdurrahman, Faruk, Rahmatullahi, one of the great scholars of this deen. She used to send him Malik bin Anas to study under Rabiatul Rai. And she would say it, every day she would say this, she would do this. And she would say to him, take from the adab of Rabia before you take from his ilm. Take from the adab of Rabia before you take from his ilm. Very interesting, there is a very interesting story in the seerah of Rabia Rai himself. He was called Rai because Rai means opinion. And he was called Rai because he uh, was so well known for his uh, rulings in, in fiqh and his opinion that he was, his, his name became Rai Rabia of the Rai now his story is very interesting he, his father Farukh Abi Abdurrahman Farukh Farukh was also an alim and Farukh was an alim Farukh was also from the beginning very deeply interested in the Quran and in studying and learning and he was not interested in anything else so as he, I mean, he became a teenager, he became, you know, maybe uh, in his 20s or something. And his mother and his aunts and so on used to constantly tell him to get married. I mean, what is this? You know, you are, you are, today we have a, a situation where uh, we have little here, uh, you have 12-year-old, 14-year-old kids who come to me and say, Chef, please make dua, I should get married. Hmm? <laughs> But the, the, the case of, of uh, Farooq, it was the opposite. He didn't want to get married. Because he said, I have no time. I, I have to study. And this was, this was a very common thing with a lot of people. One of the greatest uh, of the uh, Imams of, uh, of the Shafi Madhab, An-Nawawi uh, Rahmatullahi, he never got married. His whole life. He said, I have no time. I, if I get married, then I have to give time to my family. This is part of a part of religion. I can't just marry and abandon my wife. So I'm not going to marry. Anyway, so they used to get after him. So he, what Farrukh did was, Rahmatullahi, he put a set of conditions. So he said to his mother and his aunts, I will marry a girl who's only, who has this and this and this. And, this. and he put this huge set of conditions. She must be a half as Quran. She must be a this of Hadith. She must have that and so on and so on. And he made this into one. His whole idea was, I will give you a standard that you can never find. So, goodbye. You can't come back to me. But never under, underestimate women, right? So, they found him. They found one girl like that for him. So, now he got married. He, he, now, he can't refuse. They said, here is this girl. I mean, you, you, told me, you told us the conditions? All the conditions. So, Nikah was done. That night, when he first saw her for the first time, he didn't like her at all. Well, whatever it was, he never, he just didn't like her. So what did he do? He put his musalla, he said, Allah Akbar. And he prayed to Rakat. Now his wife, newly married, she's waiting for her husband. And as soon as Salaam Alaikum he said, Allah Akbar. Now he prayed to Rakat and he went for Rakat and he ate Rakat. And... So she realized, she realized that she knew what was going on. I mean, she was an alim herself. She was a you know, great scholar herself. So she realized what's going on. She said, what's going on here is my husband doesn't like my face. I mean, simple as that, right? So when he finished one of those rakat that he was praying, she said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, فَعَسَىٰ أَن تَكْرَهُ شَيْئًا 
She said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, maybe there is something you dislike, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put a lot of khair in that, a lot of barakah, a lot of blessing in that. So Farooq was still not convinced he stood up against Allahu Akbar and he forgot Surah Al-Fatiha. He suddenly found that he cannot recite Surah Al-Fatiha. Now this is a man who is an alim, he is a hafiz, he has everything, right? And he, can't, he cannot recite Surah Al-Fatiha. So he got the message. He said, no, this is not, there is something else happening here. How can I forget Surah Al-Fatiha? So he stopped that salah and he was with his wife. But next morning, straight from, he went from his house, he went to the Masjid, Masjid, Masjid Nabawi Sharif. This all happened in Madinah. Went to, went to Masjid Nabawi. And from Masjid Nabawi, there was a contingent of battalion going off to fight in Iraq. He joined them and went away. He had 36,000 dinar. He left that with his wife. And he went to the masjid. He went off with his contingent to fight in Iraq. He did not come back for 27 years. Hmm? So after 27 years, whatever battle was being fought and so on, all that finished. And now this man, imagine he is, he may have left by, when he, when he left, he may be about 25 or something. He goes for 27 years. He's coming back now. He's in his 50s. Yeah, he's tired also. He's not an old man, but he's tired. So he came. He had his spear, his sword. He came to his house. And uh, he knocked on the door. And a young man opened the door. So he said to the young man, move, I, I have to go inside. <laughs> the man said, you have to go inside? Inside where? He said, this is my house. The man said, you're, who are you? I don't even know you. How do you mean you, you just come to somebody's house and say, this is my house? He said, who are you? He said, I am the owner of this house. He said, nonsense, you are not the owner of this house. I am the owner of this house. And this big argument started. When the voices were raised, his mother came out of the balcony. She saw him. She said, Yeah, Rabia, that is your father. That is your father. So then he hugged his son and so on. He's seeing his, first, he's seeing his son for the first time. He, he left when, <laughs> when the son wasn't even born, right? First time he's seeing his son. Anyway, he came inside and then, of course, uh, after 27 years, he's seeing his, seeing his wife. So anyway, they had their conversation, what not. And uh, it was, Rabia left the house. He, he had something to do, he left the house. So these two husband and wife meeting after such a long time. That, so all this finished and finally he said to them, let me go to the masjid. And, uh, you know, pray there and come back. When he went to the masjid, he sees this big hujum, huge big crowd. And there is somebody sitting in the corner there and he is doing dars and the lighting was not so great so you couldn't make out who the person is. So this man, he asked people, who is this person? Who is the sheikh? Who is giving dars? They said, this sheikh is Rabia. He said, what Rabia? Which Rabia? He said, Rabia. 
أبي عبد الرحمن الفرخ ربيع the son of فرخ he said me I am فرخ he's my son he said if you are فرخ then he's your son hey he said all these people the man said to him where have you been where how is it you don't know this man they said this is our sheikh this is one of the greatest ulama of this time how is it you don't know him he said I was not here I was in Syria somewhere I was you know I didn't know that this is the man he was very happy obviously he came home and then he asked his wife he said you know I left for you 36,000 dinar what happened to that what do you do with that money he said you saw what I did with the money what you saw just now in the masjid that is what happened to the money that Rabbitul Rai is a product of that money meaning she used that money to support her son and herself for 27 years 28 years of learning and studying who is Rabbitul Rai? Rabbitul Rai is the teacher of Imam Malik bin Anas Imam Malik bin Anas is the teacher of Imam Shafi Imam Shafi is the teacher of Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal huh? One after another, the greatest names of the scholars of Zuma. This is the reward. None of them were wealthy. Nobody had palaces. Nobody ruled countries. But their names, a thousand years later today, are taken with great respect. And we say, Rahmatullah Ali. And there are millions of people following them. And we cannot even imagine the kind of ajar, the kind of reward that they would be getting from the people following them and doing this. This is the result of Adam. This is the result of approaching the deen in the correct way. I remind myself and you, let us inculcate this in our lives. And the place to begin with that is Salah. When we stand in Salah, before you do anything else, just think to yourself, where am I standing? You're not standing here on this carpet in West, Western Mass. You're standing before the Arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah said when the slave, he said the Salah is Mirajul Mumin. He said it is the Miraj of the, of the believer. He said when you make sujood, you are not making sajda on this musalla, you are making sajda before the Arsh of Allah. The key is to, we know, we know all these words, we know. To get that sense, to get that feeling, to get that emotion in the heart and say, Subhanallah, Ya Rab, I'm standing before you. Before your arsh, when I make sajda, is before your throne. You are seeing me, you are listening to me, you know what's in my heart. You know what I am going to ask you even before I ask you. You are the one who gives me the words to ask. You are the one who puts that thought in my mind to ask this. And you don't do it without a reason. You do it because you want to give it to me, so give it to me. Uh, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this, inshallah, we ask Allah, Ya Rab. Give us the words that please you. Give us the words to praise you in the way that you wish to be praised. Give us the words to ask you the way you wish to be asked. And then give us what we ask with khair and afiyah and add to that from your majesty and grace.